Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dark Art Society podcast. I'm your host, Chet Czar. Today is October 20... What the... 25th. 2020 to... 2022. I, a long time ago, said I was going to say the date of the podcast so that, you know, when people hear, hear it three years later... An episode three years later, they won't be confused as to why, you know, something's being discussed. And I immediately immediately forgot to do that. So moving forward, I'm going to try and remember to do it again, but uh, it probably won't happen. Anyway, this one will be dated, so you'll know. It's October 25th, 2022. And today's interview is with my friend John Baynart, Tim Malloy, and Christopher Ulrich back on the podcast. Now, Christopher is out in Australia. John is an Australian artist. He owns a Bain Art Gallery, and he is the co-creator of the Toddler uh, Toddler Pillars NFT project, and they are making, him and Tim and Christopher are making uh, a graphic novel, and it's looks like it's going to be amazing from what i've seen so um uh he, he, john and tim created the toddler pillars uh, nft project and it's actually really cool the artwork's great unlike many generative projects out there uh in the nft world and uh yeah they're all all three are you know you know uh christopher's a really close friend of mine and uh john's also a great old friend from way back when, really great guy. And Tim is, um, I kind of got to know him a little better on this episode, and he's a really great guy and a really great artist. Um, so I had a really, really good time talking to them. So I look forward to, uh, for you to hear it. Now, what's going on with me? Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you might notice that the video quality is a lot better. Now, that won't carry into the episode where it really counts, but at least the intro is going to look nice. Uh, I'm recording through OBS. I'm still trying to figure out how to get this podcast looking as good as other podcasts look. Um, I've been recording through Zoom, recording video through Zoom, and the quality, it's it's not good. I have to like size it up and it looks crappy when I play it on my TV so I'm trying to uh, record through OBS and uh, hopefully in the next you know one or two podcasts I will have it all figured out and um, and you'll get a better looking podcast because I like like I've been saying over the last few episodes I'm focusing more on the YouTube channel and uh, this, this, so yeah, this podcast is through Zoom though, so um, it's gonna look like shit. Anyway, <laughs> what I've been going dealing with, I've been finishing. Excuse me, my my taxes. Um, that's done, thank God. Uh, and just kind of getting back in the groove of regular life, because I have my um, zombie death bots show, and then. Literally the day after, well, the day after was an art party that was really cool. Chris Velasco's art party. He usually does 
uh, an art collector's artist party at his house. And um, that was the next day. And then literally the next day, I had to start my taxes. And so that took, because I always am overly optimistic on my time frames for anything I do. I thought it would take, I could crank it out in three days. No, that took a week, week and a half. Then I had to meet with my tax guy. And so anyway, I'm just now kind of like realizing I've been going full bore for like four or five months. And I'm trying to just settle back into things. I've got some uh, tool posters I got to get out and uh, just like doing another podcast, getting my space cleaned. So it's, it's, I'm still kind of like, oh. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh man, my life is crazy anyway, but things are going uh, well and I'm really enjoying the weather. It feels like fall finally, which is my favorite time of the year. So that feels great. Um, I'm not going to do this skull giveaway from skull shop, which is our sponsor. S K U L L S H O P P E.com. Uh, because I just couldn't get it together once again. So maybe what I'll do is give away two next month, if he's okay with that. Um, I apologize for that. I just, you know, still flying by the seat of my pants as always. But that's why I'm taking next year off from solo shows. Is So I'm not always like this. At least that's that's the attempt. That's what I'm trying for. Anyway. If you want to support the podcast, before we get into the interview, if you want to support the podcast, um, you can go to patreon.com slash darkartsociety. Join for as little as a dollar. I really appreciate everybody who supports this podcast. It's the reason it happens. Uh, I couldn't afford to do it if I wasn't getting paid something for it. And um, uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, pledge deletions because I understand I am, I'm not criticizing anybody. I, I know how it is. The economy is terrible. So um, I feel for everybody who uh, can't afford to, to listen. But those of you who can, I really appreciate that you're supporting it. Um, anyway, you get uh, uh, entry to the Facebook group, the private Facebook group, and the Discord server, which kind of died so we, we need activity in there. Uh, anyway, there's lots going on. The main thing you do when you support when you uh, subscribe to the Patreon is you support the podcast so that it can actually happen. And we try and give benefits, extra benefits for that. Um, but uh, that's another thing I got to deal with or not deal with. I want to improve it. Okay, so and you get your uh, name read on the podcast. And let's see. I'm getting so old I can't see anymore. My eyesight's going. Okay, we've got new subscriber Jeff Wood. Thank you so much, Jeff. I really appreciate it. And we have Jester Art. That's Jester with, or maybe it's, well, maybe it's J Hester Art. It's J-H-E-S-T-E-R Art. Whatever, however your name is pronounced, it's greatly appreciated. And um, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. You are making this podcast possible for everybody who can't afford to pay. 
so it's free for everyone. Um, I guess that's it. Let's get on with the interview. I always take too long on these things. You don't want to hear this bullshit. Okay, here we go with John Baynard, Tim Malloy, and Christopher Ulrich. It's a really good one. All right, here we go. Hello, boys. G'day. Hey. What's Hello. up? What's up? Hey, Chet, man. It's good to see you. You too. It's nice to see your beautiful face. It's been so long. Uh, you're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time, man. It's been a long yeah. time. You're actually due for another um, solo podcast also. I would be great. And also for some Zello. Some- yeah. Zellos and hang out. Yeah, I just slipped. But um hi John. Hey, how are you? Good. I just kind of got all the things in frame. The dogs are here. Yeah, those are some cute dogs. I remember oh, they're ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I've even forced these guys to like we're gonna talk about this project. I've I've forced these guys to uh integrate these guys into the graphic novel force and is yeah. the word force. Yeah, <laughs> you got to. <laughs> And then Tim. Oh, I, I think, oh, oh, oh Tim, Tim. Tim, hi, Tim. Hello. Just want to say, this is, uh, I've never done a, well, actually, we did a podcast where we had a bunch of Dark Art Society members on one time. So it's not true that I haven't done um, multiple That's- people. But this is like still a little more intimate, but also weird. So um, it'll yeah. be interesting, unusual. Anyway, yeah, I'll do the intro. Everyone hearing this will have just heard my intro, so people will know what's up. But uh, yeah, Australia, dogs, comics, what's going on? Yeah. What do you guys have to? <laughs> and NFTs. Um, and NFTs. Yes, we we flew Christopher here to um, help create this graphic novel, which has evolved from the Toddler Pillar NFT project that I was on talking about yeah. um, some time ago. Uh, which also which evolved from the toddler paid sculptures. Yeah. Years back. So. Yeah. It's, isn't that funny? How you know? How long ago did you do that? Uh, Twenty years. Yeah. Twenty years ago, you do something, and then you're uh, able to milk the shit out of it. No, <laughs> no, it's like it's like a good idea. It's like a good idea that you you just kind of keep developing. I've been watching like all these old. Uh, I've, I'm on like a who kick again. I go through bands that I oh, like yeah. and I, you know, it's like, I've always been a who fan. And then you like, don't watch, you know, listen to them for a long time. And then you get into them and realize how amazing they are. And, and um, uh, it's so cool to see like how they keep rebringing Tommy back in different forms and Quadrophenia, which is this like masterpiece they did at this album and they like turned it into an opera and, and turned it into a, I did a classical version of it and over like 30 years. And it's just like, you know, that's, that's cool. When you, when you have a, when you have a good idea, you, Mm -hmm. you, you you know, keep going with it. I think, you know, I think it's cool to like find all these different ways uh, uh, to, to, to utilize it. You know, I think Christopher was talking about it in a a private conversation the other day where it's kind of like, in, in, in an artist's early career, sometimes they come up with a, a, a character or, or... I know, yeah. Some kind of symbol 
and it, it weaves its its way through all of their work. It's kind of like it becomes their like their their totem sort of a hundred percent. Yeah, like the way if I may interject, the way that I'm looking at it is that the toddler pillar thing for John is equivalent to what black magic is for yeah, you and for exactly. what Tim. I don't know if you know uh, too much about Tim, but um, when I was first over here six years ago, I was in John's um, gallery and there was this book called Mr. Unpronounceable. And mm -hmm. uh, it was a comic book, like a graphic novel. And I was instantly attracted to it. I just thought, what is this? And I, and I you know, absolutely um, fell in love with it and hailed it. And uh, it turned out to be Tim's, uh, Malloy's, uh, work and no, no way um, it's very alchemical very occult very really? sure you will love it oh, oh cool yeah. and it's amazing and uh that's how i got to kind of interact and meet tim and um you know uh, john and tim worked on this nft the toddler pillar thing mm -hmm. and um when i came over here um one of my uh uh, main goals was to um, to to do whatever black uh, dark magic necessary sorcery <laughs> to get Tim involved. Uh, and and uh, boy, <laughs> am I glad that uh, that I'm working on this with him. I, that that was uh, uh, crucial. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, no. Sorry, I was just going to say Tim had created 888 hand-drawn traits for the yeah. toddler pillars and then 888 traits for the chimera pillars so he it's my duck um so he he pretty much said um you know I, i'm involved behind the scenes with the graphic novel you know steering the ship much like my role uh but i can't do any of the drawing or, or any of this stuff because i'm kind of burnt out on this this aspect so um right another artist in sorry you go Tim. Oh, sorry. I, I, just, I wanted to get back to my own stuff, you know. Um, I mean, still totally in love with the Toddler Pillars universe and, and everything, but it was like, shit, you know, we'll get Chris to do it and we'll, you know, we'll get somebody else to do the inking and the coloring. Because Chris is obviously, he's sort of crafted the story and, and storyboarded the whole thing and now he's penciling every page. Um, but I just had this revelation and I guess it was because um, Chris did some some weird chaos magic behind the scenes and manipulated my brain. But I, <laughs> ah. I, woke, I literally woke up one morning going, I've totally changed my mind about this. I, ah. I think I can do this. And it, it's weird because, you know, now that we're so, we're, we're, we're pretty far into it now. Um, I mean, I've pretty much finished about a quarter of the pages, mm -hmm. I guess. If, we, if there's going to be a hundred pages, I've got you about mean 20. The, the inking or, because we've, we've seen like around maybe, 10 to 20 colored ones i think is that right 10 to, yeah. 10 to 20 you've probably seen about 20 i think there's five that that you haven't seen that i'm still sort of working on but you know awesome. rah, rah, rah. but i mean we're this far into it and the way that we've been working i was saying to chris the other day like this would have been impossible to do if we'd exactly. just hired somebody else to do it like totally impossible it's very um we, there's a lot of back and forth and it's a real joy to to work on this with with Christopher. Like you know, I um, huge huge fan uh, of of the guy. And um, you know, when we met six years ago, we we really hit it off um, on a um, on a sort of weirdo kind of level, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> as well as an artistic one. And yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah, we're, we're having fun, but it's um, 
it's pretty intense. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know how it would have worked otherwise. So the magic oh, was well, well played. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, basically John, you know, John has a funny way of saying a lot of things that he looked at me and he goes, we just needed your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's smart. Yeah, and they call me the pencil. That's what my nickname is. It's really <laughs> insulting, but I'm so so anyway. But now I've kind of come to find it like I endearing. But uh, no, that this project is so bizarre uh, that uh, um, without Tim, uh, forget it. I would have, I would have probably jumped out the window or something. <clears throat> but uh, no, this is great. Uh, working on this with Tim, and uh, yeah, Chet. If you don't know about Mister Unpronounceable. Uh, you got to check it out. And I'm really excited about the fourth book that uh, after I've done torturing Tim, he's going to get back to uh, Mr. Unpronounceable is one of my favorite. Um, he's a um, he's a, a, a degenerate uh, necromancer. Wow. Uh, and he's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you the PDFs, Chet. I, um, yeah, cool. I'll, I'll absolutely do that. Excellent. Um, yeah, I, I want to read it. it. Sounds amazing. It's super cool. cool. <laughs> Can't wait. That's awesome. So I want to say just just so everyone's clear that, that in case people haven't heard the other podcast, I want to just put it in like layman's terms because you guys have been working on this shit for years. So, you know, you people might not totally get what's going on, but you guys did this NFT project. You had 800. You made how many? How many? Got like a very loud. um garbage truck i think outside anyway, i can't um, i can't hear you did how many how many toddler pillars did you initially make it was 800 well, it was 888 unique hand-drawn traits by okay him which kind of broke the mold of the generative art projects because usually they have like closer to one to maybe 300 max um and that but there are 9999 toddler pillars i see but, i see i see okay then we okay. brought tim back to do 888 unique traits for the chimera pillars which are the other okay yeah. okay right okay so then yeah and so now what what i you know because i'm not like i'm not totally into the generative thing i, I was doing the one of one thing more it's like still confusing to me <laughs> whitelist and all this stuff it's it's yeah. it's kind of confusing i you know the one of one thing it's like i can it makes it's it's easier it's simpler for me but it's like you know getting into people's discords and it's 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 a process to get into this to, to get into the to the generative stuff but um so what i know a lot of um of these projects do where there's a bunch of different i don't know they're the i i think i guess they're like kind of like they call they call like if i was to mint a single image as an nft they call it a one of one and then these other ones, they're calling like collectibles, right? Like they're more like cards, kind of like collector's cards in a way, digital collector's cards. Even though they are original pieces of art, they're not like a one of one. They're like variations of a theme. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess um, each one each one is unique. Like, yeah, um, yeah. That's a part of the the combination of traits has to be unique for everything. Right, right. That's the smart contract kind of ensures that. Yeah. But um, I guess, yeah, there's this, like, we've got like saying there is a collectible element, of course, and some yeah. of them are rarer than others. Like, right, for instance, right. If one of them has something in the hands 
that only appear that that image in the hand only appears twice in the entire collection right 9999 that boosts the rarity of that nft significantly right um, and it's, it's a mathematical combination of yeah rarity of each trait that's in there right um, but people yeah. but like people will like collect them or you know i want the one that has this thing in the hand there's only one of it or whatever or yeah. i want the green one that has the green background and the orange eyes because there's only four of those and i know the other three guys who have them and i want to get all of those ones or something like that right i mean it's kind of how it yeah, works. it's kind of like that but um we added another element recently where people can actually take two of them like two chimera pillars and uh merge them together yeah this that's the right now. <laughs> I, that's when you were telling me about that it's like i couldn't understand <laughs> really what to do so i what? totally blew this opportunity i have but anyway <laughs> no, anyway anyway uh I, i'm just trying to get to a point where it's like one thing that um you you hear i know i hear as kind of this i'm in it but i'm still sort of an outsider because i'm not like haven't gone really into that uh, generative projects is that people talk about a roadmap, which these different projects, they have these things called roadmaps where you're like, okay, you join this community, you buy in, you get a piece or a number of pieces, and then we're going to do this later down the line. And then we're going to maybe do this, then we're going to do this so that you're telling people, if you buy into this project, it's going to fund this, 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 and you're part of this whole process. And it keeps developing, which is what I guess yeah. the, com the community wants that. And so what you guys are so, doing in a way, like a, it's kind of like a crowdfunded business right. where each NFT holder didn't just fund it, but they also own some kind of stake in it. Right, you know? right, right, right. It's and, the idea that over time, the, you know, whatever the, that entity does will bring value to the collection as well. Right, right. So, um, yeah. And it's really cool in that way. It's like everyone's, uh involved and and kind of like a partner in a way but so where we're at now with you is you're doing this comic book that's like mm -hmm. part of your roadmap right is is creating a comic based on these characters so okay i just wanted to get that just so that people were clear you know because yeah. you know this stuff is um yeah. it's it's especially for people who aren't into it um yeah so you, so you, you brought chris christopher out to yeah help come up with the story and draw the thing or how did well, what, how is this working? Had already created like um a couple of chapters of backstory for these these creatures. Oh, okay okay um and they were sort of workshops you know with with myself and also uh certain elements certain suggestions from the community were sort of woven in as well mm. but it was this kind of more broad backstory and it's kind of like a, this this uh psychedelic uh, apocalyptic story of the toddler pillars. You wow. know, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty out there. It's like very, that. very simple. Um, and then when two of my favorite things, yeah, psychedelic, psychedelic and, uh, and then we brought Christopher in to take that as a framework and just build this, build out like a much larger narrative, like mm -hmm. a world and, and, and characters and, um, and it's a, it's a hundred page graphic novel There's going to be, I don't know. It seems like there's going to be like well over like 600 or 700 panels in the end. It's, it's an insane. Damn. You must um, be paying him good. You're, they're paying. You must be paying Christopher really oh, well. 
No, we're not paying him. We're just feeding him and, you know, the dog troubles. I have a Don't different perspective from this whole story, by the way. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm joking, okay? We, we if you're ever listening, there are, there, there's an entirely different story. This is this is the fake story. <laughs> we can talk about the abduction later and the torture. Yeah, he's... Can, can somebody out there get a message to the consulate? <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a lot of trouble. Actually. I need help. Yeah, that, he's not petting that dog. That dog is about to tear his face off if he gets up off the couch. He's a guard you dog. You, the... don't, you don't know the whole story of how you don't even understand that me and Peach here, like what a process it was for me to just do this. Oh, is, you have no idea. Yeah, she yeah. would normally tear someone's face off. Like, oh, it's really? It's not, it's not an. I've seen that dog bite someone. Wow. <laughs> this is the <laughs> anti. Yeah, so, no wonder you get along. But we do have like little like cords, like little probes going up uh, Christopher's. Uh, closed and connected to all of the the major body parts that you know um no when, when i spoke to john and he he'd started describing this project i didn't understand any of it and um <laughs> i even know less now than i did before but um i knew it was possible and uh so i thought hey why don't i come over there and because uh, that's the only way to deal with something impossible is to go right into the center of it and yeah. uh, and then the first thing you know when we were discussing this um i read over tim's um very brief synopsis and you know that kind of thing where you read the synopsis and then you read between the lines mm -hmm. and, all that? and then like like an accordion you you take it off the page and you stretch it and then you start to see little hidden bits in the in the well anyway um, I, I really squeezed this thing of every kind of juice I could. And, um, and I, and I knew, and I was like, well, you know, is Tim working on this with us? And John was like, oh no, no, Tim, Tim, Tim's gone. He's in Queensland. He's, he's deep in the bush. He's, he's, he's not, he's, he's gone. He's, and I thought, oh my God, what Tim is, what kind of horror show did Tim go through? Right. <laughs> because it was very, by the way, for anybody who's listening to check out what they did do together, it's really, really incredible. Yeah, uh, it is. The, the, and, and I've been listening a lot to uh, the NFT space, um, Ethereum, uh, you know, we've been, I've been absorbing a lot of this information from John, who's a much, very knowledgeable about it. And I can assure you that I know less than I've ever known, but uh, he told me, oh no, Tim, Tim can't. And I was just like, there was no way I, I needed Tim. Yeah. You know? So uh, yeah, like John said, I basically, I just storyboarded the whole 100 page thing out. I think we talked for like maybe quite a few days. Yeah. We just, we just like smashed our brains together. And, and I think Tim, Myself and um, and certain community members, the toddler pillar community members, um, and and uh, our our good friends are the ancient toddler pillar. Who you know, he's he's like kind of this this mythical. Yeah, I got to meet him. Mm -hmm. He's a weirdo. <laughs> uh, had all been had all been developing certain ideas that could potentially go into this story for like about a year now. Oh wow! Uh, so so we get we basically 
fed them all into yeah. Tushifar. They were throwing everything and the yeah. kitchen sink into this cauldron. And and then and wow. then they all sort of assimilated and, and you know how Christopher's Christopher's approach to his own art is very symbolic and narrative mm -hmm. and, and, and like everything weaves together in this beautiful pattern like he just kind of did that with it and that's what wow. the story was. like he just he just all these bits all this this garbage that we fed him got weaved into this beautiful story um where and and one of the things I love about it is like this isn't just a comic book or a graphic novel that we're attaching to this is an alchemical a, process that we're attaching to an nft project like this is a standalone piece in right. itself a really amazing just that's the cool. making of it is bizarre just to make how we're going about this yeah so, so i took all of their components and um did a kind of a uh an initial kind of synthesizing this kind of thing because there's a difference between psychedelic and the absurd, right? Mm, and yeah. psychedelic, psychedelic for me is when it's more of like an onion with different layers of meaning where it becomes simultaneously simplified and multi-complex as you go deeper and deeper into it. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, uh, like a, and so um, I was able to kind of create enough of a, of, of a, of a false, uh, like a, like a, you know, like a bait, a hook with a little, like a little funny little floral on it, little, little decor on it and hooked Tim in. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, I was, you know, when I, when I did, when I, at this part of the process, I, I wasn't there and, you know, I was throwing stuff out, like, like John said, along, along the year plus that we've been working on this, but, um, when I sat down to to, to the um, the presentation that that Chris did um, over uh, Zoom to to me and you know there were you know uh, John and Chris and the ancient one were in, were in one room and um, our community manager Good was in America and we were all on Zoom and Chris is there doing the presentation like showing us the thumbnails and like Didn't reading us Good get up at like six o'clock in the morning or something yeah that sort of... Texas it was dark. For him, um, yeah. but he, he, he was outside in the woods looking. That's how we roll. But um, I, I was just absolutely blown away because I was sort of getting this for the first time in its entirety from Chris's brain, um, and I was just like, "This is fucking perfect." Part of my mm -hmm. French, but like it, and I, you know, I knew it would be. Uh, no, no, never a single doubt with with Christopher on board. You know, as soon as we knew he was confirmed it was like okay this is going to be amazing but um what we're working with what 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 and what he's pumping out every day with these pencils i'm getting sent it's just incredible stuff and you know i hope i'm doing it justice with with my with my inks and my colors but um yeah we're we're very and writing it's crazy exactly so yeah the writing is 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 kind of as we go we're we're backing and forthing with it so you know chris mm. is providing these pencils and you know, um, you know, it's a narrative. Like there are panels, there are people saying things. There's, there's a a, a narrator's voice um, over the top of, you know, certain parts of the story. Um, so Chris is throwing that at me, and then I'm throwing it back at at him and John. And it's 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 a it's a it's a back and forth. You know, it's it's not the way you would normally do this. 
And yeah. again, I don't know how we would we wouldn't have been able to do this if I wasn't involved. So I don't know oh. what I was thinking. I was I, I I was just like I I'm burnt out. You were thinking it. sensibly. That's what you were thinking. <laughs> thinking sensibly. So um, so how does the what's the um what's the group dynamic like? Is there a this who makes the decision? Is it like decision by consensus or is um, it like? I would say that Christopher. I mean, Christopher was fed like a whole bunch of information, right? Mm -hmm. And he synthesized it. And I'd say he threaded most of this together, but then we all edit along the way and we all kind of chisel away at it. And they call me Mr. Millimeter because I go in and like kind of, you know, pick at it and like say, I want you to move that yeah, that's two his, pixels over to the right. His, oh, he's <laughs> one of those. That's John's evil name is Mr. Millimeter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris sends me little notes in the back in the background. No, have you ever had somebody that you really care about and 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 then suddenly you want to murder them? Well, that's Mr. <laughs> Millimeter. You're the guy that you're the guy when I worked in the film business that would say make it nine percent less scary. <laughs> well, to be honest, I, I'm I'm so into what Christopher does that I would say the stuff that I'm asking him to change would be more like two percent like it's yeah it's, yeah yeah no i'm just i'm just i'm just giving you shit like he, he's just i i just love what i mean we all know in the end and and i think it was more at the start and maybe that was more being me me controlling me being controlling and uptight and trying to steer it a bit more before i i let it go a little bit more which mm -hmm. is probably the same process i did with um tim at the mm. beginning of the nft project um but also, I think our brains have just become like a bit of a hive mind now. Right. We're, we're now like, uh, <laughs> he is like, yeah, it's like we have the same ideas at the same time. Anyway. Yeah, that's Lacey, that's my, well, that's what we were talking about. And, and Chet, this is what you're going to, this is part of the conversation that you and I always have is, um, uh, yes, we're talking about, a, you know, um, I've been trying to make a comic for a long time, never was successful. Uh, we're, we're talking about art or whatever, but we're also behind it talking about this kind of weird kind of magic. And when you ask this question, like who's making the decisions? I mean, yes, obviously John is the editor and what have you and all this, but all these positions and, and whatnot. In the end, I think what happens is, I, and, and then much of the reason why Tim got involved as well, the project itself sort of dictates. Right. Like Has been sort of informing all of us of what, we must do like outside of us interacting with each other like this project says you know certain things to me uh most of it i don't like <laughs> no, but, and, and vice versa with tim so it's kind of unique also um it's kind of also unusual for me because um to be able to be involved in someone else's uh the manifestation of their archetypal journey you know like when with you with your creative process and your your late your the last book that you came up with where it was I what got me so excited about it was it really went deeper into the mythology behind your work mm -hmm. and really became like um, almost like a monster manual yeah uh in in many ways which I love uh being uh uh, Dungeons and Dragons gamer, yes, uh, or, or was, <laughs> and uh, shout out to all uh, role-playing people out there. Yes. Um, Can I interject really quickly? We're talking about please, synchronicity please and our chemical shit. I was 
doing, I was dropping something off at the post office earlier and I walked into um, a store they have out there and I, I was looking through some books and they had the monster manual for Dungeons and Dragons. I've never ever held it in my hands and I picked it up and flicked through it and I thought I should, I should buy this. Uh, I did it, but um, that, it's just funny you mentioned that today oh you see that you see and that yeah. that, that kind of synchronicity uh, right there is you know part and parcel why we are involved in this um yeah a, you know, in many ways and why sometimes we find ourselves in these very odd and special circumstances where we're working on something like this in such a hyper concentrated manner uh, so it is it is pretty interesting. I just wanted to point that out that I that for me is what I find fascinating is um, we all are individual creators and we all are a part of each other's creation. And I I do sometimes take comfort into that. I would also say that, like, we didn't just, you know, hire Christopher to do this because we needed someone to do this. We we wanted Christopher, you know, we yeah. we wanted we wanted like we wanted uh, that kind of Christopher Ulrich world, mm -hmm. like fused with the world that we were creating. Like it was just the perfect match. And if you look at this thing, there are so many. Um, like I've really, I've really asked Christopher in many cases to just, just put his world into this, uh, and then he's integrating that with elements of uh, Tim's world. He's, there's all these little love letters to Tim with some of his characters, <laughs> kind of these characters from Tim's comics and, and other things that Tim oh. has done weave throughout it. So and, cool. And then also some of the stuff that I've created in my own personal art. And obviously the toddler pillars are based on my characters in the first place, but it's it's just like a real mashup of of um, all of these influences. Yeah. The but, Eye of Czar is everywhere too, by the way. I, I uh, don't you think I know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I see everything that's going on. Now, uh, now it sounds like you're, you're approaching it um, like how you approach a good piece of art where you let the artwork dictate what is right rather than putting your own, you know, you, you serve the art. As, a, as the artist, you're supposed to serve the art. The art tells you what it wants, what it needs to be. And if you're doing your job right, you are doing what it says instead of trying to manipulate it and change it into what you think it should be. Amen. You know, it's, that's yeah. the way great pieces of art are made. So it sounds like that's the way you're approaching it. Super cool and exciting. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit, bit about something. Now, I had to stop because uh, I was going pretty, pretty great with the NFTs. And um, <clears throat> I had to stop to paint for my show for like three months. And so I got some distance from the NFT world, even though I was still there. I was still on Twitter every day watching things. And I it was like, you know, with the, the market crashing and taking a step back. I was able to have the honeymoon was over, you know, so I was able to see it a little more clearly and, and I'm still, you know, I still think the potential is amazing. And like, you, you know, if, if everyone doing generative projects were, were like you, it would be awesome, but they're not, you know, you're kind of rare and, and you have this quality generative project. You're, you know, good dudes. You, 
you know, you seem very involved with your community, but there's like so many, there's so much uh, trash out there. There's so much trash in there. And there's also, and it's like really, uh, it's like a bummer in a way because it's like, it's so new that, that you, there isn't room for like, I guess I have like a number of issues with it, but um, it's like, no one can say anything. No one can criticize anything because everyone's like, we're the outsiders. Nobody understands us in NFTs and everyone's banded together. So anything goes, anything goes and anyone can create any piece of shit and say, it's an amazing piece of art. And if someone (laughs) buys it, it's all of a sudden someone that just been three weeks on their iPad is like up against someone like Christopher who's been painting for 25, 30 years. And it's like, think, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, I, I, that, I think there's a lot of group thinking uh, toxic positivity right, going. On. Yeah, there, re- there really is. And it's like, I, yeah. I suppose that, um, you know, part of that is just that it's new still. It's a young space. It was a gold rush too. Like it's yeah. like, that doesn't delegitimize the technology or, or no. the fact going to be integrated in so many things no. uh, and and, the, and it doesn't delegitimize the fact that there is real quality yeah in, no in it being created in the nft space as well not but, at all uh, not at all i'm just it was such a gold rush it was like so many people just trying to jump in and I, make make life-changing money that it's kind of like it's just it's it's just a big mishmash you know yeah, yeah. and and it's like and and yeah i'm definitely not saying i'm not taking away I, I totally agree with you i still like i said i still believe in the technology i still believe in the space i think there's amazing artwork still being created in the space mm. um but it's a small percentage of what's being put out there right uh, yeah and because but the, and also i guess there's no curation so anyone that's anyone yeah can play, which but that's, is is one of the beautiful things about it I know the things that makes it really messy. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you know, this, you know, uh, decentralization and web three, there's no gatekeepers. It's like, for one thing, there are gatekeepers because when it comes to the platforms, you have to get on these, there's exclusive platforms and you have to get on by like knowing someone or whatever, or, you know, there's, you know, there are gatekeepers. Super rare and sort of reach that level for sure. But But even someone in, yeah but that's if, not if a, someone in nigeria can like get onto open i know i know, like, I know i know that's the thing it's like create something in photoshop and you know i know like, that's that's why it's like even some of the stuff that's like bad artwork i uh, the, it's like it's on one hand you want to go like i've been doing this for like 25 years i've been working so hard and then someone that just got an ipad is or is doing art on their phone with an ai app is is like selling and it and you're just like you know you know it's like you but no you can't say that in the space so i'm saying it on my podcast but anyway the thing is you don't want you also don't want to shit on those people because it is it has lifted all these people out of poverty in like third world countries and places parts of africa so you don't want to crap on them but at the same time you know that's true too that that it's like you know there is this huge there's there's like the fact that there's no curation makes it just like a free-for-all and Mm. it makes the case for curation and it makes the case for gatekeeping in a way so it's like it really does because when you don't have gate i think both can exist you know i think i think 
NFT, uh, cryptocurrency uh, technology, there'll always be a decentralized element where anyone can play, right. but there'll always be curated sections of that right. where like something like super rare or, or other platforms will Nifty have an element of curation yeah. and there'll always be collectors who really value that and 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 almost buy exclusively from those curated platforms and there'll be other collectors who just want to support everyone you know i mean it's right. just kind of like, i know uh, i know it's it's just like you know i in a way i feel like the the um the decentralization thing is kind of a myth in a way and it's like it's not in the sense like we're saying people in parts of africa people in you know third world countries that are have no money have no banking or anything can make a living which is like totally amazing and, with ops <laughs> you know yeah yeah right right totally that's totally the important thing. You know, yeah right right yeah i should also just, say some some of the nigerian artists i've seen i've met in spaces are extraordinarily talented oh yeah there's well. some yeah and there's, there's no some, way they would have had the opportunity i to know no no i've I, out there in on an international stage before, yeah yeah before. absolutely yeah yeah so it's like that's the good part of it amazing yeah and then i think at the end of the day the 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 the, the moment in time that we're in now it's like a big wave has crashed over us the world and everything more than one wave, but this particular wave has happened. We're still in that period of time when you've had a wave smash into you and you're spinning around and around and around and you don't know which way is up yet. Right. You know, we're still, we're still all there, you know, right. so we can go, oh shit, this, there's this problem and this problem, or this is good, is this, or, or this is good. Things haven't even leveled out yet. Things haven't even yeah, got right. to a place where we can yeah. stand back and go, okay, well, you know, I mean, you can always have a day to day approach and, and appraisal of the situation but um things are still changing things yeah. are still up it's yeah. still crazy yeah. i think, I think I'm, 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 uh, yeah. dot com bubble as well like when anyone with any abstract idea could get funding and create a website and, and make millions of dollars before they even had a product right uh, it's it, it's a similar kind of concept all that's going to get washed away with this nft thing yeah and people will need to have some level of quality to 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 make this viable at, at some stage yeah, yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping it's just I, I, the bottom line is for me is i think that these things should be a, allowed to be talked about if the space is going to grow and sort of become legit yeah. in, in the eyes of the rest of the world it's like you know there's just there's a lot of things to critique about it and and that's part of that's part of what makes something legit is if if it can if it can withstand critique or if it can you know acknowledge that there's problems and deal with them um i just felt like you know it feels like it's hard to bring these things up still you know like well, the the what you're talking about as well is more related to the one of one space uh yeah that's where, what i pay more attention to i yeah, guess obviously because it's but where out I'm space at. the space that we're involved in the vast majority of of projects in out in in the generative art space were actual scams you know i know yeah. that's crazy and, and, too. and where they where they may have paid someone on fiverr to generate the art in a 24-hour yeah. period or whatever right. um and some of those scams did very very well in fact uh they made an insane amount more than what the toddler pillar project right made, you know? uh and uh and uh, yeah there, it, it was an unregulated space with a lot of scams but i guess for us like 
obviously the money was was you know of interest like uh that was one of the reasons we were participating in the space mm. in the first place but we wanted to really create something that we were very proud of and that, yeah that for sure took a lot of time and effort and sort of was taking what was put being put out there and and you know hopefully bringing it up a level yeah that's yeah yeah yeah, something I think, that we you know, look back on ten years uh, later and be very proud of. Yeah, and and it, it's again, you know, we, before you talk about you know, the the roadmap and like utility, like all of these things, kind of became very very important, sort of, um, you know, around the the time that we were getting going. But um, for us, like those those things, that roadmap, that you know, that, that it's just another word for like building. We, from the beginning, it was like, you know, we're, we're building a brand here, you know, we're, right. we're creating something that's not just an, any, you know, we, it's an NFT thing. Yes, for sure. But it's also more than that. And like the, the, the graphic novel that we're working on now is testament to that. And the graphic novel is that, 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 that grew out of an idea on our roadmap. The idea was like, let's make a, um, uh, a storyboard for a pilot for an animated show, you know, and then we, we thought about it, we thought about it, we thought about it. And we were like, you know what, let's actually make a graphic novel because then it's something right. that can exist in itself. It's a product that um, our community and beyond can enjoy. It's something that exists in of itself um, outside of being an NFT. Um, although parts of it will be NFT things for the NFT people. But then we're going to use this and we're going to use it to, um, to pitch. Th this, this will be our pitch rather than a right. storyboard for a pilot. It'll, it'll be a fully developed graphic novel story in color with the whole thing, you know, that, that's a better yeah. thing to bring to the table, you know? Yeah. So it just keeps going. And then those people that got in at the beginning when we were starting out and, and, and got involved in this crazy thing, like um, they, hopefully they get to be part of, you know, having those initial um, NFTs, you know, uh, if, if this, I don't know, like if, if, if it, the magic happens and this becomes like a, a really popular yeah. TV show, like these people have invested in that at the very beginning. Yeah, the 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 value is going to go way up on their on the NFTs they bought if this becomes like a if this became like a worldwide TV show or movie or something. It's like, you know, as you build the brand, the NFTs themselves will gain value, and so they'll be rewarded. Aside from the re the reward of just being part of something cool, they'll be financially yeah. rewarded because their NFTs will. It's value. not just by proxy as well. The the way these things are usually structured, and the way we've structured it is, all these things that we're creating, the graphic novel, the you know the toys, we're doing all these different things. Uh, we're always sort of trying tying it with the the ownership of toddler pillars and chimera pillars. Like you right. can enjoy what we're creating either way, but there are benefits related to all. Right. This. Yeah. 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 It's it seems like. Um, you know, maybe I shouldn't have even have brought any of that stuff up because you guys are sort of like a, the example of how to do it right. I think, like how how to how to do one of these projects the right way. Like you're taking advantage of the full potential of the technology and not putting out shit and not screwing people over. And um, so so uh, it doesn't really apply to you of <laughs> my criticisms, but it's it's more it's more like I just I just feel like you know, for the space to grow, I guess the, the, probably the uh, uh, the best thing to happen for the space to grow and reach its potential is for people like you to set the example on how something is done right, you know, and put, put out quality 
and really take advantage of of show people what the what the technology can do because it's super powerful um yeah so i haven't like i since i i've been painting for the show i haven't done anything so i'm gonna i i, I want i think i'm going to because i still have like i got in right when prices were still going up or you know when the when it was active so my one of one prices got high and so now i got two pieces on there just sitting there twisting in the wind because it's like i don't want to go lower than you know i'm i'm uh i'm i'm doing it the, the way selling for the the one of ones three three point one five eth yeah cool. and and so i don't want to go lower than that because that's just well, that's worth a lot less than it was when back then i know i know but they're still they still haven't sold and i like was promoting yeah. it but i'm just like i'm not gonna sit and just fucking bomb everyone and it's no, just, you know, it's just it. not yeah i'm just gonna leave it and wait for the market and i thought you know maybe i'll do some um additions some small additions that's a good idea for yeah. cheap you know because i've kind of priced out a lot of people Tezos probably like try out the tez editions because yeah the, the tez space is actually going off for editions at the moment oh yeah. really yeah so, yeah i don't you know i maybe yeah i haven't thought about it yet but but um yeah, i do yeah. want to make some stuff available for for people that i've kind of priced out um, yeah totally yeah but uh, so, and I, but I gotta learn. I gotta learn manifold. I want to learn manifold first before I do that, because I want to do all oh, your own smart contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's you know was recommended to me for I don't even remember because that was three months ago. It was explained to me anyway. Um, so that's probably gonna be next for me. But man, you know, there's this one project, and I for, totally forget what it's called. But this guy's doing like it's like a it's kind of reminds me of i don't know it's like love death and robot style sci-fi mm -hmm. he's he's doing like different graphic novels i think as nfts have you seen this thing not sure no i don't think so i don't remember the name of it and it's like i just see the website and i'm not in the discord so i don't know if it's actually happening but it looks like there's a lot of money behind it I wish I could think of the name, but it looks so cool. It's like it. It looks like you Is know something robot. It could be. It's very like realistic, figurative work. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's like no. three 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 D animated. Yeah, I shouldn't have brought it up because I don't know the name of it. But man, <laughs> it looks it looks so cool. It looks like. I mean, I could see, I could see the potential for you know starting something and turning it into a whole movie and everything. I mean, yeah. I'm, you know, there's definitely some amazing stuff happening. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen, yeah. I've seen some people do some amazing things. Um, yeah, I mean, one one uh, unfortunate side of it is the the day to day speculation on the value right. of tea is is completely nonsensical you know, know. And it relates more about whale activity or you know like um whether things are being hyped or, or whatever but yeah. the, the long-term sort of like for instance a project that has more long-term goals in a lot of cases the the community uh who who support at the very beginning 
are really there just to make a lot of money in a very short period of time. Right. Um, and they end up cannibalizing the, 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 the project because it's kind of like, I didn't, this, this project didn't work. I didn't make a fortune. So, but they didn't even have a chance to actually do the things that they were promising. Right, yet. right, yeah, yeah. It's all very irrational, the whole thing. But um, I think yeah. that what happened with the market post um, toddler pillars, you know, what you know, we, we released chimera pillars um, pretty much when everything was starting to tank. Oh, really? <laughs> you know? But yeah. yeah, I mean, so that was that wasn't great. So we've still we've still got um, a bunch to sell, um, which is which is fine. So you know, we, we keep, about forty percent. That's not oh, bad. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. We were talking about how insane, like. You, you, you know, when you were saying you, you, you took a step back um, and you sort of turned around and looked and kind of went, holy fuck, like we, we, we sort of, I think everybody, or at least people like John and I with, with Toddler Pillars kind of look, looked back at how insane the Toddler Pillar launch was and just that sellout and that, that mm. pressure. It actually, you know, the, the prevailing wisdom at the time was that if you don't sell all 10,000 of your generative project in the first 24 hours, it's a failure. Yeah. You know? And that's insane. Like, there's no other business in the world. Like, we, we were talking about you build um, 500 tables, you know, you've got them sitting in a warehouse, you have a sale. If they don't all sell <laughs> in the first 24 hours, you have to smash up all the tables and it's a huge failure. So, right. no, you've got, the you've got the stock. Um, so, that's it. it, it I, I think the, the market crashing and, 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 and everything that's happened since and, and during the Chimera Pillar launch and, 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 and ongoing. It's actually really good for the market. Yeah. It is, it's, it's settling everybody down. Like, okay, there's a new way to, you know, we need to mature. Right, right. It's painful. And it, it was very painful for a lot of people. Um, you know, we, we, we made a really good decision to take a lot of our Ethereum and turn it into fiat so we could afford to do things, you know. Oh, so we, that's good. Oh, that you did that. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Um, so that's why we can pay Christopher because right. we didn't just leave it all as Ethereum because yeah, thought this is what could happen. And and it did. That's you know, yeah. you know it's it's so tempting to uh be greedy, you know, not in a necessarily bad way, but be like, you know what, this could go triple, this could go 10 times, and then we're gonna have way more money. It's like You've it's got so, a risk, though. Yeah. It's so smart that you did that. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad to hear. I that. did that because I was involved in crypto in 2017, 2018. Oh, so you'd and seen it before? Yeah. Well, I I saw my money turn to zero. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this just this could play out again, and and it did. Yeah. So um. Wow. Good. Good for you. And look at yeah, and you're and you're. Actually, I didn't I didn't take as much as like we could have taken right. out. Which, would have been nicer to take more out but anyway we you know we, we, the the point is we can pay for all of the things that we have promised exactly and uh, and that's that's wonderful and yeah I think that... projects that are probably being viewed as scams at this stage and rug pulls probably didn't take their money out and their money turned into much less than what they needed to afford the promises that they'd made right i mean right. others are just outright scams but yeah. you know i'm I'm just giving. I think a lot of a lot of projects are are in that situation where they just they're just like um, you know there was that logic one Ethereum equals one Ethereum, right? And it's like well that's that's fine and everything, but we also exist in the world where uh, you know people don't accept Ethereum as currency and right. <laughs> they want US dollars or whatever, and if yeah. one Ethereum is a third of the price in US dollars and that no longer equals one Ethereum, does it? 
or it does, but right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah I think, you know, most people, um, that seem to have their head on straight seem seem to have the same uh attitude about the crash about how things are is that it was like it's a good thing ultimately it's going to shake things out it's going to shake out a bunch of scammers it's going to settle things it's part of the, you know if the if the space is going to um you know become a uh uh i don't know uh taken seriously in the eyes of the rest of the world it's going to have to go through these growing pains and things like this are going to have it have to happen scammers are going to have to be shaken out you know, all this stuff needs to mature. It's just, you know, it's just the weird thing about the space is time. It's such a compressed time. It's a weird time or compression thing. And everybody who's done it knows that time is like on a different dimension in, 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 in uh, NFTs or on blockchain or whatever. It's like so weird. So when weird. I was first, um, when we were first building the toddler pillar thing, we were saying, okay, we're, we're building this project. We've got all of this stuff to do. We've got like, you know, 888 traits to do, all of these things that we need to do. It's going to be three months before we launch. And people were like, that's insane. Like, no one will care in three months. That's like <laughs> in NFTs, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like, like three um, years in the real world. They wanted, they wanted us to launch next week and, uh, <laughs> and, and just put out some garbage, you know. Um, yeah. Those and I was speculators. Trying to explain, good things take time. And, you know, like, I mean, it worked out. Uh, you know, we did sell out the toddler pillars, but a lot of the people who were there at the very beginning of our journey were no longer with us when we minted them because mm. three months is an eternity in NFTs. Yeah. That's so crazy. They'd moved on. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's it's a it's a crazy, crazy weird world. Um so how long have you been out, Christopher? How long have you been in Australia? Um, the entire uh, time period for me being is two, uh, two and a half months. So I'm at the towards the end of that. Oh, so you're almost done. I, I flew out at the end of August. That's why I missed your show, which I was bummed out on. Oh yeah, uh, I was really uh, looking forward to go to that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I've been. Uh, I came out at, towards the end of August. And, uh, you know, the, so now I'm, you know, I'll be back around the 11th of November. Yeah. We got him for two and a half months. It's a long time. Yeah. I know. How did you stop Not everything? For this project. Huh? No, we, were, we would like some more time actually. Oh. Yeah. How, how, you think? no, how did you, how did you stop everything you were doing and, and make time for this? Didn't you have a bunch of, yeah, you still have yeah, those. I Projects, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I don't. You better watch. <laughs> you better watch what you're saying. I'm not I'm saying anything. No, no, I do. I, I do, but um, there was no other way to do this, and um, I kind of got because I had the opportunity to do some storyboard work on some of the, oh, the yeah. movies and the television shows right. and stuff like that. Um. The idea of being gone for like a two month stint or what have you, a two, two and a half month stint was something I became used to, but um, mm. this was different. And um, I figured if I didn't, if I didn't come out here to do this, I wouldn't be able to do it at all. Yeah. So and just um, made time for it. And, it, and like I said, it, it really, it was, it was not just, you know, it wasn't just John, but I really felt like 
I don't know. There was something you know, with him saying, you know, um, I'd like to do this. And, you know, how, how do you think we could go about it? And I did some meditation on it and I thought about it and, and uh, I realized, you know, I got to come out there and we got to just, I got to like live, breathe and sleep uh, this for, for a, a certain measure of time other, because I didn't know any other way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so as you can see, I mean, I basically sleep, sleep in that bed there and I crawl over to this desk <laughs> and I crawl back from the desk into this bed. I mean, it's, it's not easy. I should um, mention that he's um, say he's living at my house, uh, which is his, his bedroom is our lounge room, um, which is also the stu- his studio. Um, and it's actually upstairs from the gallery. I live on top of the gallery. Oh, okay. We've just got this little kind of, this so is cool. a, we live in a box. We, we exist in a box. So the entire thing is, um, and, uh, but we do reward ourselves with uh, TV shows at the end of long. We get stints. an hour for, for one hour. Uh, we get an episode <laughs> of something for one hour and we eat our food. That's about the extent of any kind of happiness around here. Yeah, no. And then we got these these dogs here. Um it's true. But no, but I, I had to put some things on hold just to come out here to to do this because for some reason it was uh what do you call Fall it? Asleep. A, yeah, it was I felt like I was kind of summoned a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like it. it sounds it like was actually harassed is probably the right word because <laughs> Exactly. It does feel like harassment now. <laughs> yeah, I, it, I was contacting Christopher it, it, pretty frequently before I got a solid yes. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it does. I know, it I does know how you can be. Harassment. No. Like, that's a much better word for it. I, I try to say it in a in a more my language, but no, it's harassment. I, I bet I, you. I, 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 bet, I bet. I bet it'll be good for you to have gotten away from those projects that we know i did need a, i did need a break as yeah. you know i have other issues i've been really working on and i do miss sanctuary my place a lot um um uh but uh i you know i look forward to going to getting back home um yeah. but i i did need uh this was sort of like a, an artistic psychological boot camp mm. and um so it was kind of a nice um nice to experience i did get one thing that was a special treat that i'd like to share with you chet john um john and the ancient one who's a real strange character um (laughs) that i can't get into the person's identity uh i'm learning all this stuff but anyway (laughs) the, the ancient one and john took me to um the altered states experience i got to go into a self a sensory deprivation. Oh, how was it? I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. We're doing it again tomorrow night. We're doing it again tomorrow night as a, a treat. Yeah. There's a there's but a I place. Just... There's a there's a supposed to be a really good place in Pasadena right near. So uh I, I anyway, when I get back or whatever, if ever you would like to experience that, I would love to go with you yeah. to that. I, I really encourage it. It talk about the, you know, the whole concept of meditation and some of the classes that you were taking and, Mm -hmm. and um, which is part of our conversation. It's really an incredible uh, tool and device uh, to, to, to explore. Um, 
I thought it was very uh, refreshing. And, and uh, as far as meditation goes, I, I don't think I've experienced something that, that elicit uh, that uh, uh, str- m- m- stronger than that wow. thought. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of nice, uh, but but most of the time we just work. Oh, yeah. and also we've been spending a lot of time with my nine-year-old son, uh, and Christopher's like, who's a huge fan of yours, by the way. Yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, Bo Bo loves your work, Chet, and um, oh, he's a Bo, Bo's amazing. He's yeah, like he's, a he's really, really like he's been learning of Christopher. He's also creating his own graphic novel. He's yeah. that kid, that kid's talent. That kid's got the natural ability, man. He showed me stuff he was doing. It's like he's really good. Yeah, he's it now really working on his own novel and he's he's mimicking the the, <laughs> the whole process. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. That's so <laughs> and cool. he's going to be impinging on our IP. That's all I ask. What's that? The bit will be impinging on our IP. <laughs> it's gonna be a oh lawsuit. by the way i had to i had to insert in one of the pages a character of bo's called pudo uh uh and oh, yeah. and, and bo said i have to give you references so i had yeah. a nine-year-old uh, draw me uh references <laughs> and then he was like now this is the new pudo this is the old pudo i want bits of the old i mean can you imagine that's them? amazing though that's and i so just kept cool. staring at john going this is definitely your son this is <laughs> and i got i got approval and he's and and one of bo's characters is in the uh, graphic novel uh he's wow. like a little this has been like a dream for Bo. Like I bet. Um, like yesterday a- we were re- listening to this kind of weird ritualistic ooga booga kind of esoteric satanic music, um, and and like just stomping around doing the ooga booga, and he was just um, he was just laughing his ass off. And then we did a drawing session, and then we we ate our chicky chicky yum yum, and yeah, <laughs> it's been good. I mean, I thought I was thinking to myself, man, like I, you know, Bo, I hope he realizes um, later in life what an incredible, you know, and from my perspective, what an incredible experience. He is super talented. He's an amazing and he's in the most incredible kind of I mean, he hangs out with us. We're making this novel. We talk art all day long with each other. So uh, cool. he, he's drawing um simultaneously as i'm working um yeah it's just it's pretty awesome his art's probably better than mine was when i was like 17 oh my oh yeah yeah you showed me some stuff of his and i was like pretty blown away by it for his age it was like really good it's pretty monstrous too yeah yeah that's so cool (laughs) yeah that's the way we like it That's yeah, but amazing. no, it, it was a concentrated experience, but I do have to get back and I, and I, you know, I have, as we talked about, um, a lot of other things that I have to get back to and, and, um, you know, after go, getting through this, I, I think I can, I can handle that other stuff now. <laughs> yeah, it'll, I think it will have been good that you got away from it. Sometimes that's what it takes when you're struggling with a, with a painting or a series of paintings just to get away and work on something else. And so uh, I bet you, I bet you'll go back and whip those things. Yeah. I mean, I had a number, like, you know how it is. Like I had a lot of different things pulling at me and then, Mm -hmm. and then much like uh, Tim, 
um, and, and you and I have been uh, talking about this, I do feel the call to eventually put together that new series that I'm supposed to do, right? That we talked about, mm-hmm. that, that project. And, um, but, you know, uh, I wasn't able to get to it uh, thus. Uh, and this is the, 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 the big Magnus Opus project that I've been wanting to do. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a, yeah. A visual representation of some of the experiences I've been having. So, um, yeah, you got it. You have to do that book. Oh, the, I, don't know if I was supposed to what, say it was a book. Well, no, I mean, it is, I mean, <laughs> it will be a series of paintings, but, but the idea yeah, is to turn yeah. it into a book and, uh, you have but, to do it. You have to do it. But the great thing is that sometimes when you get to be a part of other people's dreams as well, it's like a, a golden chain. It helps your dreams manifest as well. So it's yeah. Well, like, you know the. Well, hopefully, you guys, you, you guys know about his project that he's talking about. You know, hopefully, you can assist. You can assist in some way of to help get his thing going too, because. Yeah, well, uh, I'd like to hear all about it first on the on the on the download. I'll come to oh, it'll... Stay in his lounge room. What's for, that? I'll come and stay in his lounge room for two and a half months. Yeah, <laughs> I'll kill him. It's a, I will it's... bury him in the backyard. I swear, right now. <laughs> have, yeah, have, have you you've seen have you seen the 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 sketchbooks and stuff? Yeah, I've only seen one. He he left. I mean, he was only able to take one here. Right, I it's a it's feeling for it, and we've talked so about it. Incredible! It's in, yeah. it's 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 incredible. I haven't it's seen incredible. what you've seen. No, I think I've just seen the most recent sketchbook. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Um, it's just amazing. It has to happen. But um, I agree. Yeah, I think that this is you know this feels to me like it's it's all part of the it's all part of the path we're on, kind of together as artists. You know, yeah. we're all connected. Yeah, like just and... listening to you guys talk about this whole NFT space. I mean, if you really step back and listen to it all, um, this it's all like this incredible game that we are all in. Right. This, this and, and I don't mean to trivialize life by calling it a game. I'm, I it's a very it has very serious consequences, but the it, most dangerous there, game. It's a very dangerous <laughs> game, yes, but it's an incredible one. And, uh, and whether you're talking about art. Or the NFT spaces, or um, I've been listening to John talk to a lot of people on these spaces while I'm working, and they, I learned a lot about uh, you know this Web three and all this kind of new philosophy and and um, a new way that they're conducting themselves with one another. It's very fascinating. Yeah, you know the lines are very blurred uh, between what we do creatively, what we do to make money, what we do um f- for the necessity of our soul uh, to give ourselves meaning mm-hmm. it's very it's very intriguing all of and this. what we do socially too i think there's a massive social aspect to the, the yeah. yeah oh definitely I yeah definitely than traditional art in a sense you know yeah 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 it's yeah, uh, like they use that word a lot community yeah <laughs> you know it's community the community so it's Christopher is now a part of the community. Yeah, good. That's the thing. Uh, you know, that's uh, ho- feeding the drugs that you that you sent. Good. Good. No, uh, th- that's the thing. It's uh, I'm, 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 what? 
trying to make it sound like a cult. Like, yeah, cult. <laughs> I would love to be part of a cult. I never have a cult that would have me. <laughs> you know, like, no, you're too. No, I, I'm glad you're getting Christopher into the community, into the NFT community, because I think, I think, you know, his, his, his stuff, you know, his stuff should do well in it. Um, we tried a little bit, but then the market crashed. Yeah, that was right at the end, right? I know it was it was the b- bad timing, but um, you know, it's it's uh, uh, yeah. There's just you know, every time I start talking about the the uh, super rare as well, it's about being on the right the in the right platform. As right, well. right, yeah. But it's also about the market too. You know, it's like oh, absolutely. We yeah. just gotta got you just gotta kind of wait it out, um, and uh, you know, just kind of wait, but. Yeah, but bad timing, bad timing only exists when you're talking in the context of marketplace and all of that. Yeah, like yeah. this is pretty extraordinary. The four of us all talking to each other right now. I think that's oh, absolutely. I mean, that's pretty unbelievable, right? I mean, yeah, this yeah. stuff is so bizarre. I can't even make t- heads or tails of it. <laughs> I mean, it's a trip. It's a trip for me. Like as a you know, I think about sort of my journey as an artist. You know, I moved to. Moved to Melbourne, randomly met John, you know, that, and John's part in my development and, and getting my name out there is, has been huge. And I remember being in, a, in one of my first group shows and he put me on the wall next to one of your paintings, Chad. Oh, cool. And I was like, holy shit, I'm a huge, you know, you know I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> but I mean, like, this was years and years and years ago. And, like, and now I'm talking to you and we're doing a, a podcast. Right. And this is here as well. You know, another one of these artists that I'm, blown away by and then yeah. he comes over a bunch of years ago i get to meet him he digs my shit we stay up all night talking about the universe and magic and art yeah. now we're working on a project together it's just like it's a real treat yeah say. yeah my favorite bit of the project is the margins if you look at the pages the shit that <laughs> yeah. i write on the on that's not on the the, the, the stuff on the side that's all <laughs> yeah. stuff him <laughs> I should I should ink some of those things up too. I I, I should. I, I'm I'm working so hard, but um, I need to. I should step back and um, you know, just ink some of those little drawings on the side and send them back to you as well. <laughs> oh, oh no! I mean, I just think that the, I, I'm really glad to be on this on this journey. Ultimately, with all of us, I, I look forward to seeing where it goes next. It it's far stranger than anything I could have imagined. And, and in some, and, you know, I just, I didn't expect things to go the way that they have uh, yeah. for any of us or, or for myself yeah. at this point. That's but what's fun does, about it though. But it's kind of trippy, isn't it? Yeah. That's what's fun though, is you don't, it's like, I love how, you know, things are constantly unfolding in a way that you'd never imagined, you know, uh, but, yeah. but in a good way, cause you know, we're creating art and we're making cool stuff in the world and being among friends and you know promoting each other's pro you know we're helping each other all the time promoting each other's projects and this and that and um you know that's the way it's that's the way it should be you know none of this competition shit it should be um the way the way we're doing doing it right yeah that that's a boring game that whole competition horse racing for me is very boring and, yeah. and very limiting. It's I, very I'm, web too. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not that web three. That's not web three, man. <laughs> I was I was told um that like because I was building a mailing list for uh that's so web two toddler pillars, and it's like <laughs> oh emails, that's so web two. And it's like, what you're saying you don't use emails anymore, you just use Discord now. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't Discord centralized as I, well? yeah it's that's the that's that's one of, fucking centralized yeah that's that's the that's you know that's one of the the issues yeah. is that yeah i know i didn't mean know. to take this back there but yeah i know of, i know i know there's a lot but, of strange thinking going on that's for yeah sure. yeah it's or, a or bit, like or like a, it's like people are like oh everything's different now let's reject all of the old right, stuff, exactly right? yeah yeah exactly it's like Let's don't just throw, throw it all away yeah throwing out the anymore throw out the baby, <laughs> baby with the bathwater is the expression yeah. it's like it's just be smart about it you know be smart yeah, about let's it. integrate it all all the best bits together and exactly make that right yeah. that's what you know it's just like having how people um have are starting to have like in-person events so their life isn't just on Twitter in these communities yeah. or in Discord. It's like going physically and hanging out is is important, you know. And it's like I had this yeah. realization on my show, my last show. is like call them IRL utilities. Yeah, yeah. Physically, <laughs> I have to, ask, another him, human I have to being. ask him every five. What a concept! What means, man. <laughs> what was that well, thing in reality or, or like IRL? IRL, IRL yeah, in real life. IRL. Yeah. I, I like asked people him. have lived, become such have are living such virtual lives that we've abbreviated real life into yeah IRL. yeah. I asked John. I said, "What is this IRL crap? Like, what is this IRL <laughs> stuff?" He goes, "Oh, you mean in real life?" I said, I beg your fucking pardon. Yeah, I have to explain to these people that Christopher only exists in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. Just in real life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I met some guy the other day and he was like, you know, so how do I get a hold of you? I'm like, what do you mean in real life? What do you mean? Like, I, you know, I guess it was, I don't know. Some, Which anyway. buttons do I push? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, when I had this, the, this show, you know, as a, as a painter, who's is just you know had shows just about every year solo shows since i started um having them like 2005 or 2006 or whenever um you just kind of like take it for granted that you have a solo show and then you go and it's like it's part of the whole thing and, and you don't appreciate what a cool thing it is and uh and this on this last show i realized i had this kind of i don't know an epiphany even though i already knew it but it, but it, i had a, a, a re-realization of how important having a physical event is and that you can't there's nothing like it i don't care how cool web3 is or any nft project or any nft community or discord server that nothing will beat yeah. being in the room with these people looking at the art together talking about the art together meeting the artist it's like it's it's singular it's its own thing and you can't replicate it in web3 or in any other way and it's in or, or like in virtual it's like yeah virtual that would be fun and cool to have like a virtual gallery opening and all that where everyone's like their avatars but you know you're not going to smell their farts you're not going to <laughs> a lot, the tech to get a lot more advanced to do that. Yeah. Like we, we need to put you in like some kind of sensory kaleidoscope. Yeah. A little nose. Where, you know, like in the lawnmower, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> television and everything. 
but that, but, but, geez, that, but then you would still be in reality. But, I mean, but that's, like, that's the the thing though is that you know that's the you know don't throw out all the ideas just because Web three is so cool. It's like you know have it real life events. You know that's huge. You can't you know it's 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 foolish to just throw out throughout throughout the great things from Web two. You know it's like it doesn't make sense. It's just, it's just, it's just, a, it's just the, uh, because it's so new and it's got to mature. It's bottom line. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. It's just dogmatic think, closed-minded thinking. And- yeah. It's, and, and it's, and I think it's also because, because it's like, um, in a sense, it's, it's marginalized. So everyone, you know, groups together when they feel like they're not accepted by the outside world and yeah. so then everyone doubles down on what's great about web3 and nfts and it's like that's why you can't really crit- critique it yet you know you can, people, there's not a lot of self-critique and how do we incorporate this I, I had a lot of i had some interesting experiences being a gallerist um because galleries and gallerists uh curators physical galleries are, are all kind of sometimes demonized in the end oh yeah that's the other yeah that's another like, thing because they take a commission but people aren't thinking about all the expenses involved and the partnership and yeah the yeah that the gallery actually provides in that in that relationship totally um, I, I think, that, I think that a lot of nft artists got a bit of a rude awakening when they realized that when you don't have a gallery promoting you um and you don't have a big sort of a massive following or whatever um you have to like grind away on these twitter spaces and like you know be more of a marketer than an artist you know yeah that's, that doesn't suit everyone that's yeah. that's actually right. yeah a pretty a pretty I, dark situation yeah i think another thing that's worth bearing in mind too when it comes to this like sort of maybe some of the slightly stilted psychology of some people is that all of this shit happened and came about during the darkest days of you know, a once in a generation pandemic where we're all isolated from each other. Right. So I think a lot of it is cope. It's a lot of a lot of people were coping, and it's it's sort of true. Yeah, you know, it's oh, true. Fine. We, we'll never have to see each other again, man. And like it's right. good, right, you know, right. But now things are sort of have opened up a lot more. Like where I am, it's like you. It just doesn't exist. I don't know. It's weird. Like yeah, yeah. Sure, people are COVID and dying. Pretty normal here too. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's that too, and you know. It, once That's again, it's that wave crashing. We're still tumbling around. We, you know, we'll, we'll get to a point where we can reflect. Maybe we're, we're getting there now, you know. But that's that's it's, it's got to bear that in mind. That the pandemic was so was so woven into all of this. Shit that's happening. true. Yeah, that's so true. It was yeah. I mean, that's when when I was first getting into NFTs. Um, I was in isolation, like uh, the dog you know, is too funny. Apartment. Yeah, she's just digging. Her little butt uh, sticking out. Uh, like the NFT community was like my only social thing at the time. Right. Yeah. 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 That that, that that's interesting. I never thought about that. In but Australia, it's so true. We had brutal lockdowns for very very long periods of time. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were all. I was fine with all of it, personally, because I was yeah. you know I was just doing my thing, but <laughs> most people don't have the kind of life I got. Where I don't leave the house for six months at a time. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, though. I never thought about that, but that is true. It is it's 
adds to the weirdness of the whole thing too um yeah i mean i'm i'm still very uh, the metaverse like this notion of the metaverse or it was already there before but it came into prominence when we were all right right yeah it's funny i still you know people it you know it bothers me too still that people on the outside are uh, it's funny now that uh ethereum is staked you know no one can bring up the environmental thing anymore and it's like now suddenly nobody's talking about it anymore but it's like you know it's still there's it there's just a lot of things that bother me it bothers me that there's so many right wingers in in the space that bothers me and libertarian libertarian element is very strong and it's like which is fine everyone that's crypto crypto mobile i know i know yeah yeah yeah, that's true that's true that's true but um and that the left people more on the left which is where i'm more aligned are like think it's all a scam and it's it's like it's just it bothers me it you know it's it's not like i'm not criticizing the space necessarily it's just more like there just seems to be general misunderstanding, mistrust. And I guess that's just goes to the politicized world we live in right now anyway. But um, because they're so it's like I see these people that are like artists on the outside of NFTs just like shitting on it. It's like you are shitting on artists for the first time in their lives, being able to make a living, being able to pay, go, you know, pay for health health problems they're having it's like you're being an enemy of artists right now by 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 taking this attitude towards it this hardline attitude towards it you know think about it think about it it's not all black and white i think that people will and can change their minds and i think an example of that is um on reddit i don't know if you if if you're on reddit at all but um Mm -hmm. Great, great, great site. But um, there's a, <laughs> there's a, um, a th- uh, the cryptocurrency, uh, you know, thread or the, you know, the meg- whatever they call them, the uh, mega thread or the, the, the cryptocurrency page on Reddit. So anti NFT, like just really anti. Yeah, they were. But yeah. um, but Reddit just released a massive, like native in it, like NFT avatar thing, and those fuckers oh. are now super pro nft interesting and we understand and it's like and it's it's funny the conversations inside the thread like it's real funny how this whole thread did a total turnaround on this whole thing yeah (laughs) the other day reddit create reddit um uh onboarded more people than OpenSea did in the entire existence like reddit uh created like more what more wallets for like eth wallets you know really their polygon yeah. tokens than had been created. Uh, wow, I didn't know that. This uh, is like in the last week or two. Oh in my the last god! Week. Yeah. Yeah. I had no so idea. Funny. And yeah, they're all on. They're all for it now. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Like just... I, I hopefully um, the it's the all attitude change gradually. Yeah, 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 and hopefully the the attitude from the NFT community is like welcoming to them instead of like fuck you, you you know you you were talking shit before so now we're still gonna hate you it's like this, this is like this with politics too i think it's like if you if 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 someone on the opposite side of wh- wherever you are changes their mind and comes to you you should embrace them rather than tell them 
you know, hold it against them. That's, that was my own. I, I, I agree. You know, yeah. I mean, if, if we can't, if we can't, um, you know, if, if there's no such thing as redemption and being yeah. able to change your position, like, where is there any fucking growth in anybody right. in human species? You know, like yeah. Yeah. We do need to get past, like, and, and, you know, there's a lot of this on the left, this purity kind mm-hmm. of politics, absolute, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think that the whole sort of like, it's funny because like this whole sort of like oh you know like the, the right is like look they're canceling everybody and oh and like i think th- there's an element of that being overblown but there's also an element of truth in it and right you know, like, sometimes i see people on the left doing exactly the worst things that they're being accused of um almost like in a in a sort of a propagandized way by the right and it's like you're actually doing this fucking crazy yeah shit. yeah yeah i know I, I, yeah i've seen I, I, you know, yeah, I'm like, you're playing right into their hands by being this way. You do realize that, don't you? You're like, you know, uh, it's such a mess. I, you know, to, to bring things back around to a, yeah. <laughs> a, uh, 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 I don't know, a more on a more like spiritual level. I think what's, I really think that like, uh, what's happening is that that the the dominant paradigm of the way we think about things in reality is breaking down and it's causing it's part of the reason for this polarity is because the traditional modes of thinking are the traditional binary way of thinking about things is breaking down and everything our whole culture is built on that this kind of binary thinking and the reality is that nothing is really binary everything is this whole and i think that like uh magic and and uh uh you know these esoteric spiritual traditions have always been saying this but now because of um uh you know uh chaos theory and string theory and all these things about like you know multiple dimensions potentially existing and all this crazy shit is kind of like seeping into the overall culture and it's pulling the rug out from this traditional way of thinking that you know matter is this it creates itself you know it's like there's these two sides of it there's like the hardcore materialist and the hardcore dogmatic religious people kind of like fighting and, but they're both wrong, you know, because it's like the scientific, I think anyway, it's like this, this idea that matter creates itself is like, it's also wrong. It's like the, it's the, the, the reality, especially if you look at it from a magical viewpoint is that everything is part of this whole thing. It's a whole it's a big thing. Everything's connected. There are no real binary things. I think and it's humans, like uh, humans um, are uncomfortable with ambiguity. So right, but that's the it's but that's reality is reality. And, but yeah. reality is based on ambiguity in in a way. It's less binary and less black and white. And I think that even with like people and 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 gender identity is changing because of this as well it's like people and then people are uncomfortable with it because but it's like that's 
the rea- that's how reality is. There's way more, you know, still not a huge amount of people, but there's more than felt comfortable being themselves before, you know, now they're, it's just weird that that's happening when all this other stuff is happening. I'm probably, I'm just rambling at this point. No, probably no, doesn't I, make sense. I, I think it, w- one thing that always strikes me is what, you know, like what tragic creatures humans really are, because, you know, you're absolutely right about the, you know, the fundamental nature of reality, the universe, the multiverse, maybe it is one thing, but we've evolved as categorization. Right. Yeah. We we had to do that. We weren't being eaten by fucking tigers in the, in the primeval. And, and we've got to this point in our evolution where we're confronted by this deeper fundamental and of course right. you know religion and esotericism and, and all of that has been telling us that all along but now our our you know our institution our, our secular institutions are starting to tell us the same thing it's right. true and you know and at the same time you've got fucking nasa going yeah we're yep there's something to this ufo thing i know but, right hmm. and for me it's like that's the canary in the coal mine the ufo you, you know, know that, uh, that's dude. What it symbolizes I got. I got to send you some links after this. Don't you, right. guys, you guys can't hang up because I mean, you, I, I think that these giant tic tacs coming out of the ocean and not only flying the way that they did, but then anticipating where the pilots would be next and all the. I mean, why are we not like all talking about this and and freaking out on this? I love this stuff. Well, I mean, this, like, what are these things? Yeah, see, this is this is what this is what we're talking about. This is what links everything that you're saying, Chet, is that like what John was saying that the universe, if anything, is a mystery. And it seems to recede from detection every time we try to figure this thing out or bear witness to it. It throws another curveball almost Mm -hmm. by intention. So it is very fascinating that we are all like i mean we all know that santa claus doesn't exist right but yet in a in a weird way santa santa claus or the spirit of it does but it doesn't so we live in a universe that's not just binary yes and no one and zero but maybe it's yeah 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 infinite potentiality exists of every possible i mean this is like this universe it's not just the cat so, so so yeah right right this well, is what I'm, everything else in the universe as well but what's tripping me out is this guy i've been really into this guy like i'm gonna have him on the podcast again i had this had him on named mitch horowitz and you gotta hear uh uh christopher especially you gotta you gotta i'm gonna send you some videos huh he's a writer oh he's a writer i don't and know like, why i know his name yeah yeah, writer and occult guy and and magical okay. guy and but he's he was saying exactly this what what you're saying Tim about how how the UFO thing is the canary in the coal mine for this this you know like like uh, I'll uh, it's I can't it'll go on to another two hours but I swear everything you were just saying you're, the point you're making this guy was just making it like two days ago I went to go see him speak he was saying this exact thing and uh, um. And so, you know, yeah, you're right, I think. It's wild. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Like, whatever, whatever is going on, it's, um, like Christopher said, maybe, maybe the, you know, my, my um, you know, my, my urge, my, my passion for this stuff comes out of an, an idea, a desire to understand it and to see that, that deeper level, like what is going on? But maybe 
there, the, the point of it all, if there is a point, is that you don't get to see what is going on. Maybe the point is that that yearning, you know, that that's what keeps you, yeah, that's man, what keeps yeah. you frosty, man. You know, that, right. that's what keeps you, keeps you working on, on stuff that's meaningful a, and creative. Yeah, I, I mean, well, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest gift that mystery gives a person in the right mindset is wonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to have and to be in a state of wonder or to or to offer wonder to another person is a great gift and vice versa. What's happened is there's less wonder now or less attraction to wonder and there's more <coughs> of like certainty. Right. And you're, you either think like me or you don't because I'm f- totally freaked out because this contraction that you described in which all of our dogmas and our comfortable institutions and our binary uh, way of thinking good and evil and all of this is compressing and uh, uh, crashing down that people want to be certain they want to be like yeah. I like I'm very yeah. I'm very uh, uh, envious of people that have a particular faith in a particular dogma or a particular religion that they actually believe that the universe is based on their their conception of it which is and yet the you know me the universe is much more of a con, kind of like a cthulhu experience I mean, it's <laughs> unknowable uh tarantula you know right. uh, uh, gorgeous <laughs> but terrifying you know and uh i mean i i would love uh some um long bearded uh uh person daddy in the sky loving me you know but i i <laughs> I'm having a hard time with it because my experience is actually that there's something much more um, peculiar to this. But the fact that we're all alive together and that we're all involved in all of this, I just have to say really quickly, and and this is a conversation for later, but I would love to talk to you a little bit more about the Horrid Sky. And I remember when I was painting and working before I even knew any of you guys, I used to listen to um, KPFK late night radio, especially um, uh, uh, Royal Hollywood, and even oh, yeah. Ray on, which is uh, on the on the Alchemy show, Evan Ray, and and she was talking. She would have all these like UFO people, and I got so involved in this stuff late night that I actually went to one of these underground UFO meetings that they would have like at the <laughs> hotel, like um, at the Hyatt hotel or something. And I'll never forget. It was, uh, I met a guy there and he had a, he was just, he just came to hear the talk like I did. And he goes, do you believe in all this stuff? And I was like, I don't know. I don't even know why I'm here tonight. Like I'm a painter. Like, I don't know. This stuff's so fascinating, but I, I felt very connected to it all and this guy had a book in his under his shoulder uh, under his arm and it was clippings of all this he'd been traveling the entire country and he began to tell me a story about how he used to own a farm and he said that he that he started to see them they were in his kitchen these he said they were the meanest scariest little suckers he ever seen and uh, he followed them out to a hole on his property. And soon enough, some guys came and bought his farm from him, telling him he doesn't have any say in the matter. And he's been traveling the country since. 
And you get to, yeah, you get to hear these little subjective stories. You know what I mean? People right. who are on these very bizarre trajectories and you get to you know, uh, experience them while you're making art, while you're painting. I mean, I was just painting, listening to the radio and I got all intrigued with these stories. Now, Roy, Roy of Hollywood was great. I used to listen to that too. It was amazing. You listen to him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roy of Hollywood was, was awesome. was the best, man. He'd play Alan Watts and on KPFK. Yeah, I would have my Alan Watts on my Thursdays. I'd, I'll never forget. And, uh, and I actually Jim- met Alan Watts' son. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah many he, years he, ago. He does a podcast now. Yeah, a very nice person. Really, really incredible person. You know, this is totally, uh, we, we got to wrap things up anyway, but I just want to say before, <laughs> what about... Uh, We're talking about the Tic Tacs now. Have you ever man. heard of, have you ever heard, did you ever listen to Joe Frank? Oh, yeah. Joe Frank is like one of the Are great... Are you kidding me? Joe the, Frank is the best. Joe Frank's one of the great things in the world and people don't even know who it is. It's like, it's such a... It was such a like a, a niche thing, but man, those things were amazing. Joe Frank is like, oh, I can't wait. We're gonna listen to it after uh, we get Joe, off. Joe, Joe Frank is an absolute poet. Oh yeah, it, but like this stream of consciousness, weird. Tim, do you know Joe Frank? No, no, no yeah, I, don't. I don't think people outside of LA really know Joe Frank that that well. It's like it was this weird underground thing, but the dude is like a total genius incredible incredible stuff really a ground yeah yeah you you gotta hear it anyway hey i miss you chet when i get back i'd like to see you yeah let me know when you're back and we'll have some zello and then we'll. yeah i'll be back the 11th oh cool great yeah it's the day before my birthday hey hey your birthday present yeah no better come come with the bow november is your birthday yes Awesome. I get the double five. Double five. Yes, that's right. That's when it's all going to happen for me. Five, five. Yeah. Really? That's oh, good. Oh, yeah, of course. Five. Yeah, that makes sense. Old as what shit. Happen? I don't know. I'm going to finally strike it rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely... Uh, Hope to be there and then witness the the five five event. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for talking with us, man. This yeah, is- thank you. It's so great to to see all of you and hang out and chat. It's like I am. And I, check out Tim's Mister Unpronounceable. It's yes. Awesome. I wrote it down. I wrote it down in my notes here. Um, I'll send you a link. I've got all the PDFs. Cool, um, cool. And I'll send you. Man. I'll send you back some Mitch Horowitz lectures that you have to watch. They're awesome. They're amazing. Um, yeah, I'm really, I'm actually, you know, I'm not just saying this. I really am excited about this project. It really, you know, it really looks amazing to me. I mean, it really, and it's like, I, you know, I know Christopher so well as a, as a, as a peer, as another artist, I know the kind of crazy shit he does when he's on a project. So I can imagine you know, we, um, <laughs> I can I can imagine. We we yeah, but it's all what, of the Christopher out of Christopher. It's what Tim is doing with it. That's my. That's for me. My. That's what gets me excited. Well, I mean, it, that's the thing. It's like the raw material is so strong, and then you come in and yeah. are putting your weird weirdness into it. I just and I know how hard you work and how much work you produce, 
So I'm really excited to see it. You know, it seems like it's, it's going to be. It's completely insane now. Like I can't just, wait. I mean, those two words, psychedelic and apocalyptic. Like we're, yeah, John we're kept saying, "I want it psychedelic. I want it psychedelic." I'm like, "Take it easy." You know what I mean? <laughs> now I'm on page sixty. What is it? Sixty three or sixty four? The president's been taken out. Oh, wait, we don't. Oh, oh Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> alert. Um, okay, now I got to fucking There are portals edit. opening up everywhere. Like bits of other realities are like coming in. And uh, okay. we've got we've got a zombie apocalypse too. And wow. toddler pillars eating, um, eating the brains from uh, pets and yeah, all kinds of shit. Have you ever seen that? Do you ever, have you ever heard of that comic called Yummy Fur? yeah yeah from the 80s there was there was uh it was really weird and really great and um i gotta look this up yummy for yeah really chester brown was the the author artist and it reminded me of you know portals to other dimensions and and uh yeah one thing i remember is there was there's one section of the comic where a guy's like shitting it's called the man who couldn't stop it's a guy in a toilet and he's just sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting on a toilet. And at the very end, he goes, he looks at the, can- or a, the reader and he's like, I can't stop. And then eventually he comes back later and it's become this pile of shit that he's sitting on because he can't stop shitting. And it turns out his butthole is another dimensions. It's There's a hole to another dimension in his butthole that another another reality is using to pour their sewage out of to get rid of their sewage <laughs> out of his butthole so he can't stop shitting. That sounds it's amazing. It's like and that's like one little aspect of it. Anyway, that would talk about a tangent. What was that called? Yummy fur? Yeah, yummy fur. <laughs> it was in the, it was around Jeff, that was wonderful. No, no, that it's like that, but not just toilet humor. It's just like it's that and more. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> great. It was great. It's uh, it was around like 1990. Someone showed it to me oh, early 90s. So sounds awesome. But anyway, well, I'm excited about the project. I I'm sure it's going to be successful. And um, uh, thanks for talking about it, and and thanks for hanging out and making time for to be on the show. Thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure, man. Yeah, yeah, super fun, super fun conversation. Well, okay, the only thing left is everyone has to say goodbye to the audience. So just say, yeah, just say goodbye to the audience. Just say goodbye, audience, or however you want to do it. Goodbye, audience. Bye, audience. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a good one. Be safe. Enjoy goodbye. the adventure. Goodbye, goodbye, audience. <laughs>